Greetings, adventure. Welcome to the D20 Academy podcast. My name is Shaloka Nishiro, and this is episode 41, your first session. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. Now, as you may notice, I'm without uh, Gabe today. Um, he wouldn't. He was not able to make it to, to recording this time, so I'm just doing this episode on my own, like the good old days. Um, also not sure if he's going to be back uh, next week uh, either. Um, but anyway, today I want to talk about GMing a campaign's first session. Um, so maybe it's your first time running a game ever, or the 15th campaign you've started, um, and whether it's for D&D, Pathfinder, Shadowrun, any kind of tabletop role-playing game um, that you're going to be using the long-running campaign format for, so not a one-shot or anything like that. Um, the information and checklist and, and tips and tricks I'm giving in this episode should help you on your way uh, in, in running your first session. Um, so, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, it may not be as long as, uh, uh, as the other episodes we do, um, but it's definitely going to be packed with information and, and tips and all that kind of stuff. Um, so this should be a really good juicy one um, with lots of information and help for you guys. Um, so I'm excited to to get into it. Real quick, if you want to keep up um, with the podcast and what we're doing here and when you know when an episode's being released or what the episode is going to be about, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at d20 underscore academy. Um, also, we have a Discord now. Um, so if you want to join our Discord, talk to us uh, that way. You can DM us on Instagram and, and we'll, we'll give you the thing to, to join the Discord. Um, or you can direct message us on our anchor page for the podcast. And also, if you have friends or any other people that are into storytelling or tabletop role-playing games, uh, if you could refer them to this podcast as well, it means a lot to us to be able to reach out and help new people um, getting into this hobby. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay, you guys, your first session. So, real quick, before I get started, I do want to do a little disclaimer here. Um, So, I'm going to be talking... Uh, today, you know, about the first session and give you guys like a checklist of things you may want to check off and, and tips and tricks and things you want to get down and things you may want to avoid, all that kind of stuff. Um, however, um, talking about running a first session and things like that in this community, uh, in tabletop role-playing games, you know, communities, is like a really controversial topic for some reason. A lot of people get really heated about it. Um... So just know, this whatever I'm saying here, this is not gospel. These are just things that I've picked up over my many years of GMing and playing. These are not hard and set rules. You don't have to follow any of these. You can just take what you think might work for you, whatever. Um, the I'm just trying to help you guys have a great first session and, and, and give you guys stuff that I've learned and things that I've picked up um, that have helped me in running first sessions for, for campaigns. But this is not at all the only way to do it or... Um, the, the best way to do it. Um, it's, it's a pretty controversial topic. Uh, a lot of people kind of disagree on different things, so this is just my two cents on the topic. Um, but yeah, just because some people get really heated and angry about that and stuff, just wanted to let you guys know real quick, this is not at all, um, you know, uh, the, the truth and what you have to do all the time. Uh, this is just what I've picked up and what I want to, uh, you know, Put on you guys and help you guys out with. Um, now, getting on your first session is pretty important. 
uh, as in some cases it can make or break a campaign. Don't want to put too much pressure on you guys, but um, if you are more casual players and you get together and someone runs the first session uh, of a campaign that you guys want to start and no one was really into it, they probably won't come back for any more and that'll be the end of the campaign, just one session. This happens so much. Um, this happened... I've been a player in things like this. I know I've heard people talking about it. Uh, um, this happens a lot. People, a, a GM in a casual gaming group is like, okay, I want to start a campaign. They do the first session, and it wasn't that good and not interesting. And so no, none of the players really want to come back and continue it. So then it just kind of dissolves, and they never get to the next session, and then the campaign never happens. Um, so many campaigns just have this first session and none others. Uh, it could be because of multiple reasons, but probably a lot of it is because the first session just wasn't that good and it didn't do the things that it should do. All right. So I don't want to freak you guys out too much. Um, um, since a first session that is good, but not like super great can still be fine and get the job done and get the campaign rolling. Um, it's once e it's, it's much easier to continue just playing campaign once you've already started, um, but it is honestly pretty hard to get that first kind of session in and to get your players interested, they want to come back for more, to get the campaign rolling, because um, if it's not, once again, it can kind of just dissolve and no one's really interested in stuff, um, so this happens so much, I've been a player, my, my one of my friends, uh, someone in my gaming group or whatever is like, okay, I want to start a campaign, they run a first session, no one was really into it. And so then we never continue that campaign. That happens a lot. I've heard people on the internet and in, in the community and stuff talking about that. Um, so your first session is is pretty important um, because, uh, you know, if you put all your work into the other aspects uh, in, in, in campaign pre-planning, um, you know, the other stuff that's going to happen uh, in the campaign and not too much on the first session, you may never get to that other stuff. Um, so you do want to focus on the first session and make it as, as good as possible. Um, uh, it's important because it does a couple things. Uh, one, it introduces the player characters. Um, your players have worked hard and built cool characters they like, and they want to enjoy role-playing them for the first time and showing their character off to the other players. Um, and so, because uh, in a way the first session is kind of a way to kind of hook in and please your players, because um, they're the ones who are going to be coming back uh, to your game. Um, and if you are kind of shutting them off and, and not letting them kind of show off the characters that they built and that they worked hard on um, for this campaign, they're not really going to like that. Um, also, the first session gives everyone kind of the feel and the vibe for what the next few months or years, depending on how long your campaign is going to run, uh, how, how, uh, kind of gives everyone the feel of what it's going to be like. Um, now, this is different from the tone of the campaign itself, which I'll talk about later, um, but just like the vibe and the feel of the gaming group, the atmosphere, how lax and how whatever the campaign is going to be and how everyone works together and plays together, the first session gives everyone that feel. Um, and while a lot of this is not super in your control as the GM, uh, just so you know, th that's what happens. So in the first session, uh, maybe some new people who don't usually play in the gaming group are joining for this campaign and are trying out this first session and everyone's kind of getting the feel and vibe of how if if you guys were to continue this campaign what it's kind of going to be like and what the dynamic is going to be between the people in the gaming group stuff like that um so that all happens kind of in the first session 
Now, if you are a new GM, a brand new GM, I would suggest running multiple sessions and one-shots before starting a campaign. Um, just my opinion, but if the first thing you run as a GM is the first session of a campaign, it puts a lot of pressure on you and your friends and everything, and I just, I, 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 I doubt that it will be successful and continue. If you're a brand new GM, I would suggest getting more comfortable with the game and the rule set and the gaming group just by running some one-shots, maybe a multi-session kind of module, whatever it is. Um, if the first thing you do is start off and just start a campaign, uh, it puts a lot of pressure on you. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's kind of daunting. Um, and from my experience, uh, I, I don't think that that's a very good idea. Um, but you can, even if you've, you know, you're a new GM and you've already run some one shots and you're comfortable enough and you want to start a campaign, then by all means, go ahead. Uh, this episode will help you out. Even if you're kind of a, a, a seasoned player, you've been playing for a long time, um, but it's still hard for you to nail down that first session. It's still hard for you. Um, or, you know, just you're about to start a new campaign. This is just a good refresher for you of the things you kind of want to hit, the things that you want to make sure uh, you do in, in the first session. Okay. Let's talk about the three most important things when it comes to your first session. Number one, keep it simple. The first session is not the time to delve into combat in a complex environment against complex, e complex enemies or introduce a complex mechanic or spell. You have a lot of checkboxes and things you need to fulfill, so you want to keep things simple and straightforward. Alright, this is just the first session. You don't need to dive into crazy things. You don't need to get into new crazy rule sets and mechanics or explore those those sides of, of the rule system you're using. Because um, you got a lot of stuff you, you want to try to accomplish in this first session. So you want to keep it simple and straightforward. Number two, just do it. You'll never be able to plan enough to be totally prepared. Alright, you can do this. Hopefully... You and your playgroup, you know, have played through one shot already. You're acquainted with the game, how it works enough. Um, you guys don't all have to be experts and stuff to start this campaign. Um, and even if that stuff, all those, those one shots and stuff was kind of a total disaster, you've learned and you've grown. Just go for it. All right. Um, sometimes as a GM, it feels like you just want to keep planning and planning, make sure you can perfect your first session and stuff. Yes, you do want to work hard on it and you want to make sure it's as good as, as, as you, you, you can make it. But you also just want to get into it. You just you should just you just gotta start it and go for it. Um, and you also can never plan too much and for every you know for every scenario because if you know anything about GMing, the players will always throw a curveball at you, always make a choice you didn't expect um, that you couldn't have planned for. Um, so it's just important to just do what you can to make it as good as possible, and then just run it and go for it. Number three. Have fun. It is a game after all. When you're having fun and enjoying yourself, the players will too. Don't stress about messing up the rules or having to improvise a bit. Um, this is an exciting thing, so have fun. Um, sometimes, starting a campaign, and definitely when you're kind of like a new GM, there's a lot on your mind, you're keeping track of certain things, you're just trying to run a good session, and you may not have a ton of fun in the first session, um, but your players might have a lot of fun themselves. And they'll come back uh, next session. They'll keep coming back. Um, but it is nice for you if you can kind of get in the mindset that this is just this is a game. You're going to try to enjoy this session with your friends. Um, 
and you do want to make sure you know you're you're checking the things off and and making the first session good and making it hook the players and things like that. Um, but it's also important for you for you to have fun and enjoy yourself. Okay, here are some things that I think you should leave the first session with. So at the end of the first session, uh, you want to have these things. Um, now, some of these are not completely in your control, totally in your control. Um, but the things that are in your control and the things that you can do, you want to try to do. You want to try to leave the first session with these things. One, a direction. You want everyone at the table to leave with an obvious, clear direction of what is going to happen next and where the party needs to go and what to do. Right? So in, in the story, in, in the game, uh, whether, you know, they're probably given like a quest or they're given a direct, whatever it is within the first session. At the end of the session, everyone at the table should in their mind have a clear, obvious direction of what's going to happen next or where they have to, where they have to go, what they have to do. Right? Whether it's go, uh, you know, go save the villagers from the orc encampment or go steal the hyperdrive off the spaceship, whatever it is. They have to understand, they have, everyone at the table should have a clear direction of what's going to happen next, where they have to go next in the story. This is important. Honestly, one of the most important things that you can have in your first session. Because if, if the players don't have a clear, obvious direction for where they have to go, what they have to do, the next time they sit down at the table, they, they might not have a, much of an urge to go sit down again, to come to the next session. Because... If they know what they're going to be doing, they know, um, you know, what they're going to, going to be getting into. They can plan for things. They can think about it, um, and it can entice them. Maybe the adventure or the quest or whatever that, that they're on, uh, the direction that they know they're going to be going is interesting and cool to them. They're going to want to come back. Direction is super important. Um, so I'm going to give you an example uh, from my own experience, a story um, of when there wasn't a clear direction in a first session and it really harmed the campaign so um somewhat recently some uh, one of my one of my friends uh, he's a great player a great role player a, a really good gamer um great guy he wanted to start his own campaign um so he themed it it's like it's the, like weird war world war Two kind of setting and we all um we were all excited so we all went to the first session and we have our we had our characters and we started it and it was really cool. It, we we opened up storming the beach of Normandy um, and there's all this action and stuff and, and he was running it really well and it was really cool. It was a, it was it was cool and epic. Near the probably the last third or so, after kind of the the, the majority of the action and stuff was kind of over and we were just kind of like meandering. We didn't have a super clear direction now that like the beach was stormed and we succeeded in stuff and then there's this kind of thing about like maybe there's a mystery or secret that he kind of planted and I was like oh, that's kind of interesting but then the session ended and we had no clear direction of what to do we kind of the initial goal right when the campaign opened was storm the beach succeed in this battle and we succeeded within the first session. 
So that goal was complete. But we were never given a next thing. We had no clear direction of next session, here's what we're going to be doing. We were never told, okay, now, here's a mission, go into behind enemy lines, do this thing. I want you to go and research this thing. We had no clear direction. At the end of the session, it was kind of like its own contained story. There was like a little mystery thing that he had planted of, oh, maybe there's this kind of strange crystal thing that we found, but we're not really sure what it does or what it is. There, there was still kind of that, but for the most part, it was a self-contained story. We stormed the beach, we fought a battle, we won, and that was kind of it. There was no clear direction of what are we going to be doing next? What, what, where are we going? What do we have to do? What's the quest? So at the end of the session, it was kind of like, well, that was cool. We stormed a beach and, and that's it. There was nothing really enticing us to come back. We didn't know what we were going to be doing next session. We had no idea where the story was going. We had no quest. We had no goal. We had no direction. And so it was hard for us to kind of want to go back to the table and for us to be interested in going back and continuing that story. Because the story had already kind of ended in our minds. Nothing else was kind of opened up. There was no clear direction of what we we're going to be doing. Um, now, I don't want to bash on him. or I think he ran the session great. I think he is a great GM. He's a great role player. Um, but I think that was something that he was missing in that first session. Was by the end of it, we didn't have a clear direction. We didn't have a, a thing we wanted to, to do and a place we had to go. Um, so... Um, it was it was hard for him to organize us to come back together and to play the next session um, because we didn't have a super big interest or drive to continue a story that we didn't even really know what was going to happen or we didn't have a clear direction of what we had to do. Okay, that's one thing. Direction. That's one thing you want to leave the first session with. Number two, as I kind of briefly mentioned, is a mystery box or mystery boxes. Um, so there's a director. His name's J.J. Abrams. Um, he's a Hollywood director, he's done lots of films, like, uh, Mission Impossible, Star Wars, stuff like that. Um, he has, like, this famous kind of adage, some people, uh, applaud him for it, some people make fun of him for it, uh, whatever your view is, but basically he has this, this thing called, like, mystery boxes, or a mystery box, which are, like, um, uh, things that he puts into the story that hook your interest and your curiosity, secrets, mysteries, they make you keep coming back and wanting to watch the next one in the series or want to watch till the end of the movie to figure out what this this mystery, this thing is. Um, same thing here. You want everyone at the table to leave with questions and things that perk their curiosity. What would draw them to come back to the table? Questions and, and things that they're wondering about, that they want answers for, uh, that, that are that are you know, serious and powerful enough to make them come back to the next session so they can figure it out, right? Um, so one of the most famous mystery boxes that J.J. Abrams set down was, you know, in Star Wars in Episode Seven. Uh, he put the mystery box, is, oh, who are Rey's parents? She's clearly powerful with the Force and stuff. Who are her parents? And everyone was wondering that, and it made people come back for the eighth one, and people come back for the ninth one, um, because they wanted to figure out the answer to this mystery that he had said he had um, established. So if you can also establish uh, at least just like one, maybe multiple mystery boxes that are kind of hooks, things that perk the curiosity of players, mysteries, secrets that make them want to come back and, and find the answer for. Um, I'll give you another story. Um, one of my other friends, um, this is multiple years ago, but she was she started a, a campaign, uh, a D&D &D campaign. Um, so we all 
came and, and we played a first session and it was crazy. It was like straight off the bat, we like woke up in a, in like a prison and like we didn't know what was going on and like our memories had been erased and crazy things were happening and it, we left the session with a serious like mystery box, like what happened? How did we lose our memories? How did we get here? And it was really powerful. And I really wanted to, to find the answer for it. And I really wanted to, and I, and I came back the next session and the next session and the next session to, to figure out this mystery. What happened? How did we get there? Um, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. And, and she, so because she had established these mystery boxes um, in that first session that drew me back. And I, I assume the other players as well drew them back to figure out the answer to this thing, to, to, to solve this mystery. Um, and that was a super powerful tool that, that made me come back to the next session. Uh, the third thing, uh, that you want everyone to leave the table with is good vibes. You want everyone at the table to leave feeling satisfied and that they had a good time with the feeling that they're okay spending the next couple months or years or how long your campaign will take gaming with these people. Now, this thing is not entirely really in your control. It has to do with just the atmosphere and the people who are in the gaming group and, all that kind of stuff. But it'd be nice if everyone leaves the, the, the table after the first session feeling that they had a good time, that they could see themselves continually playing this campaign with these people um, for the next couple months or years, you know, how, however long this campaign is going to run. Um, so it's awesome for that to happen. But once again, this stuff isn't super in your control. It depends on the people in your gaming group and where you guys played and like the atmosphere and how good the snacks were. Um, but um, as best as you can um, to have people leave uh, the first session, you know, feeling satisfied and feeling excited and that they want to continue this campaign with these people, uh, continue playing this, this game. Um, that's a big plus if, if everyone can kind of leave the first session with that. Okay. So here uh, we're going to move on to the checklist. Um, some some boxes you, you want to check, uh, things you want to hit in your first session. Now, there are kind of a lot of these things, and once again, this is just from my experience, um, my opinion on what you may want to check off. You may not hit all of these in your first session and stuff, and maybe there are other checkboxes. Maybe you don't want to... Once again, this is just my opinion from my experience. But here are the different checkboxes I think you want to be checking off in your first session. The first one is super obvious. Characters need to be introduced, right? This is really obvious. Um, now, even if in-game the player's characters are already acquainted, let each player give a brief description of their character's appearance and their tone, right? Are they sulky? Are they proud? Are they suspicious? Let them introduce their characters. They've worked on these characters. They built them, right? Um, and they probably like the characters that they've built. Um, so let them kind of show off their characters Obviously, the characters need to be introduced so that you can get on with the story and so that people can, uh, you know, play their characters. Um, but yes, obvious first one, characters need to be introduced. The, the main characters, right? The party. Second checkbox, something awesome needs to happen. Um, the first session, uh, you want it to be memorable and get the players excited and invested. Have something explode. Have an NPC adventurer take out a couple enemies in the coolest manner possible. Have a dragon attack or any other cool thing. Um, something awesome. <laughs> People love awesome things and, and crazy events and explosions and dragons. Um, 
Uh, now, this is a minor checkbox, but um, you want something awesome to happen, right? Get the players excited, and, and uh, you know, if they something awesome happens and, and it makes them feel excited or, you know, like, whoa, super shocked or, or something like that, they're more inclined to come back because they want to experience that feeling again. Third checkbox, some kind of villain should maybe be introduced. Now, this doesn't have to be the BBEG, right? The big bad evil guy. Or even the first kind of adventure or, or, or subplot of your campaign. Even that villain. But someone the players need to go after, right? They don't even need to show up physically. This villain can just be kind of talked about or mentioned. Um, but to have a villain... Uh, this mostly just ties in, you want to kind of check this box off, because it ties in with what I was saying with direction. When you have a, a villain, or maybe they encounter the villain straight in the first session, maybe they just hear about it, or, you know, are, are given the quest to go defeat the evil wizard in the tower, that gives the players a direction, a quest, someone they need to defeat, an obvious goal that they can complete. And once again, that's a very powerful tool in making them come back and continue the campaign. A fourth checkbox, someone needs to win something. Um, even a small win counts, like a game of cards in a tavern. Um, but getting the players a feeling of accomplishment and heroism straight off the bat, uh, that, that's a really good thing. Um, little successes are good and keep the players from feeling weak and helpless. Um, typically, if you're going to have like a combat in your first session, um, which I would recommend for, for the most part, depending on your system and the kind of game you're playing, but some kind of little skirmish or, or battle, um, in the first session, I think is always nice. And having the players win that, which hopefully they do win that battle, um, also kind of checks this thing off. It, it's good for them to win um, something, get that small feeling of accomplishment. Um, now, if depending on the kind of campaign you're playing, this might actually be totally reversed. If the kind of campaign you're playing is a, uh, a horror, um, you know, kind of like uh, Curse of Strahd... Um, Call of Cthulhu kind of campaign where you want the players to feel like they're up against a threat that's bigger than themselves and something that's hard for them to even comprehend, um, that they're the underdogs in the story that they have to defeat or uncover this mystery, and they're up against a massive threat. You actually want the players to lose something. Um, you want to set that tone, you want to set it, the, the, the tone of the campaign straight off the bat. You guys are on the uh, you know, you guys are not on the upper hand. You guys are up against someone much stronger than yourselves. Um, and it's going to take wits and bravery and things like that to, for you to be able to actually um, complete your goal and to defeat this villain or whatever. This also ties in with the next checkbox. The tone needs to be set. Um, hopefully, you, everyone at the table or whatever can understand the, cam the campaign's tone and mood. Um... You know, whether it's going to be, like I said, like horror, suspense, or intrigue, politics, or exciting, swashbuckling, crazy fun. Um, you want the tone to be set in this first session. You want them to, to get a feeling this is what the campaign is going to feel like. This is the kind of stories that we're, the adventures we're going to be on. This is the kind of characters we're going to meet. Um, you really want to set that tone, that genre, um, in that first session, so they understand what the players understand what they're getting themselves into. Uh, another uh, checkbox: characters uh, uh, need each need to do something that shows off their nature, 
right? So you should know each character before starting the campaign because the players have built them. Um, what are each character's strengths? What are their personalities like? If you can fit it in, present opportunities for each player to show off their character's nature. Once again, in the first sessions and the first few sessions and stuff, players love showing off their characters, right? They worked hard on these guys. They built these guys. They made them really cool. They want to be able to show off their characters to the other players in this cool character they made. And you know their characters, um, because, you know, you probably, you might have built them, built them with them or whatever. Um, so present them kind of with opportunities and stuff to be able to show off their characters, strengths or personalities, things like that. Another one is to balance the three aspects of, well, okay, this, this depends. Um, in most tabletop role-playing games, but this is not all, um, but in your classic, uh, tabletop role-playing game, like D&D, &D, uh, there are three aspects of it. Combat, exploration, and role-playing. Um, now, this is typically true for most tabletop role-playing games, but some, you know, don't have combat. Some aren't really about exploration or whatever. Some role-playing games actually have a different, um, different aspects that, that make up uh, the, the time you spend playing. Um, but in D&D, &D, and in the most common, most popular tabletop role-playing games, um, their combat, exploration, and role-playing are the three different aspects. Um, so you kind of want to balance these out, uh, if this is the kind of uh, campaign you're uh, playing, and the kind of system you're playing, right? D&D, &D or Shadowrun, or Pathfinder, or Starfinder, whatever it is. Um, so you want to have some combat, some fighting, uh, Maybe like even like a chase, even if it's not direct like fighting, confrontation, swords uh, and shields, fighting, um, some kind of action, combat, exploration, discovery, you know, role playing, interacting with NPCs and, 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 and themselves and things like that. Um, you would kind of want to balance out these three aspects of, of the game. Now, those are kind of a lot of checkboxes and it can be sort of daunting, um, but hey, if you don't fulfill all of them, don't freak out. These are more like guidelines for kind of what you want your first session to be about. Um, also, some of these checkboxes can actually be checked off at once. Um, combat can also show off the nature of a character. Um, the introduction to the villain could be the cool, awesome thing that happens. So you can kind of mix these together and merge them together. Um, but kind of checking off all of these, getting these done in your first session um, is a really good thing. It it helps the players understand that this is the kind of campaign we're going to be playing. It gets them invested in the story, hooks them, makes them come back for more. Um, if you go down the list and check these things off as much as you can, um, it's it's really going to help in kicking your campaign off on the right foot, getting your players back to the table. All right, so real quick, kind of tips and tricks for jamming first session. Uh, first one, don't seek feedback. Um, I think this is also kind of a point of contention in, in the community. Um, from my experience and from what I've seen and read and stuff, feedback from your players usually doesn't really do much. Um, the player's experience at the, at, at the table is way different from a GM's experience at the table. Just the roles of the GM and the roles of the player are just so vastly different that the way that they kind of talk about the feedback and stuff is probably just going to do more harm than help. Um, there are instances where players giving feedback can help you improve and 
and help you feel good about yourself so that you can continue, you know, the campaign. But I would suggest not really seeking feedback from that first session from your players. Um, just because a lot of things can happen and it kind of can put some unnecessary pressure on you and things can get misconstrued and, and just, yeah, just the roles of players and gyms are just so different. Um, second one, just real quick tips and tricks, just in general, but first session, it's nice. Have a list of names, (laughs) names that are relevant to like your world. And so whenever you have to improv, when the players kind of go off what you've planned and they encounter an NPC that you didn't plan at all, you can just give them a quick name, cross the name off the list of the names that you have, and just create an NPC on the spot. This is just in general to just have good, just just to have handy whenever you're you're jamming. Um, but for the first session, uh, in particular, uh, it's it's nice to have this. It can ease your stress and stuff uh, much easier um, when you have kind of things to uh, lean back on whenever you have to improv. Um, and just relax. Um, I know running a first session can be really stressful and definitely it's one, if it's one of your first times or you've put a lot of work into this campaign and you really want it to, to get started. Um, if you've done the work and you've done the planning and, 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 you've, um, and you're doing to the best of your ability, that's the best you can do. And, you know, that's the most you can do. So just relax and, and focus on try to, get, try to get the things done that you want to get done. Enjoy yourself. Um, but yeah, just unnecessary stress and things like that are, are never going to help you. Okay, you guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I know this was kind of a, a shorter episode than what we usually do. Um, but, uh, you know, this, this is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Um, and after running tons of first sessions and playing... Uh, in a ton of first sessions, I, I just feel like I, I have I've accrued up a lot of knowledge and stuff now that I can hopefully impart on you guys and help you guys out uh, when you're running your first session. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you want to get connected, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at d20 underscore academy. Join the Discord. Please uh, refer to your friends and other people you know that might be interested in the podcast. Um, now, for next week's episode, it's going to be some kind of world-building episode. Um, we like to... St- kick off every month with a world-building episode. Um, now, most likely, it will either be settlements or culture, um, but as of recording this episode, we have not yet figured that out. Um, exactly what the topic of the world-building episode will be. Most likely one of those. Um, but it will be a world-building episode, I, I can tell you that. Uh, next week, it will definitely be a world-building episode, um, so look out for that next week, um, and thank you so much for listening. <laughs>